Welcome back to the Water Podcast. My name is Daniel. I'm here with a very special topic, a very special episode. I'll explain why in a minute. But first, I would love to introduce my guy, Mario Hines, with me. What's, What's good, good man, bam, bam, partner left, partner left. How you feel, bro? Oh, good, man. I feel great. How about you? Man, cannot complain. In the DMV for the first time. First time in a while, but like for the first time as a resident. Yes, sir. Ever. Congrats on that. Appreciate you, fam, bam. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. So the reason why this is such a special episode, this is actually our first time meeting in person. It is. <laughs> it is. And we've known each other for real, like not known of, but like known each other and rock with each other for what, like eight months now? If that. Yeah. Because I was on your part in what, June? Was it June or May? Both. May or June. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> yeah, but like, yeah. And we've been we've been kicking it ever since virtually. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and yeah. So we're here. We made it happen. You know, he moved down. He said I want to come down. I was like, you know what? I wanted to get in the stew with you anyway. Might as well just round the stew before you come down. You feel me? So um, super excited both for the topic we'll be discussing and to have you. But first, I made you a special drink. So I want to cheers to that. Man, let's get it. Because you had me at drink. Special is icing. Yes, sir. Cheers, dog. Oop. What do you think? Oop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm in there. All right. Well, for anybody listening and watching, <laughs> you know why now. We're good to go. Yeah, you know why. So the reason why I made that specific drink, that's mm-hmm. actually a gin sidecar. Okay. And your favorite drink is what? My favorite starter drink is a lemon drop. Yes. And so when I looked at the ingredients, mm-hmm. I was like, well, it's pretty much the same thing as a gin sidecar, but with vodka and so small small mods to like the ingredients yeah so i was like what better way to welcome you than to make my variation of your drink you feel me so, i appreciate that what you didn't know but what i really appreciate is that although i am committed to or have been committed to lemon drops as my starter drink it's gotten to the point where like Lemon Drop Chronicles, Lemon Drop Poppy, if you follow me on social media, you know that's just the thing that I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Do not care about the judgment. But internally, dog, I was ashamed of the vodka. <laughs> <laughs> I carry shame, dog. <laughs> I'm like, damn, like I'm, am I 12? <laughs> am I 20? But now that you've introduced me to this drink that eliminates the vodka but has the same starter kick, yeah, yeah we in there. That's trendship, y'all. That's, that's, true, that's true bonding, man. For Matter sure. of fact, how would you rate it? One on one to you could be honest. Not just because this is my podcast, I, I I'll take objectivity. Yeah, yeah. What would you? You said a scale of ten. One to ten, yeah. I mean, putting it next to a lemon drop. This is is they're both tens at what they do. So ten, ten. When I'm taking it with me, you said it's called a gin sidecar. Gin sidecar. That's what it is. Yeah. Let me let me tell y'all something, dog. Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't rehearse that. Mm-mm. My my guy keeps it a stack with me. I do. I do this bartending shit, okay? Oh, man. Out of the things that there are to do, bartending is part of my repertoire. You feel me? Uh, if And I, you know what? <laughs> that's not even fresh. That's like two hours old. Come on, dog. You didn't even have to tell me that. That's like, that's flexing. That's a flex that you need to have to share because I'm I like, mm. if we weren't cold as fuck, I would like take you this shit You feel me? 
I'm coming out of my jacket because I'm not, not going to interfere with the TV, but I'm coming out of my jacket. The sidecars might make us do it. Middle of some keys. I'm telling you. But, bro, let's get into it, dog. So, I wanted to have you here because, like I, like you said, we we haven't known each other very long, but it's escalated quickly, like mm-hmm. in a good way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Friendship and community is really important to me. And so, over the course of the next few episodes, I really want to dive into that. Yeah. I thought you would be a good person to do that with for a few reasons that we'll get into. But this episode in particular... I wanted to focus on where we are as a society, as a society as it pertains to friendships, because if you look at the numbers, mm-hmm. the statistics are really alarming. And I think a lot of people don't realize what is happening. Yeah. And so I'm going to kick it off by reading off the statistics and then we'll pitch our thoughts on that and yeah. then we'll get into it. Yeah. So according to the American Time Use Survey between 2003 and 2013, people spent basically the same amount of time with their friends. So if you were to expand the definition of friends to include families, neighbors, and coworkers outside of work, um, we would call that the community. They spent 15 hours together a week. And then in 2014, the downward trend began. And as of 2021, we're spending less than three hours a week with our friends. And as the community as a whole, we're spending less than 10 hours and now we're spending it like alone. So that time, according to the survey, the time isn't being supplemented with like someone else or like expanding community. Like that time has went from spending it with people to spending it alone. Wow. Okay. And according to another 2021 survey, this one was done by the Survey Center on American Life. Since 1990, the number of men with at least six close friends has decreased from 55% to 27%. <laughs> In that same time frame, the percentage of men who identified as having zero close friends jumped from 3% to to 15%. Mm. And we're talking between, like, that statistic is is 30 years, over the course of 30 years. But that previous statistic of the time being spent is, we're talking, what, the decline began in 2014. Yeah. So we're talking less than 10 years. Steep decline, yeah, steep. What stands out to you when you when you hear those numbers? Um, one, just, I mean, it didn't seem like a huge jump from three to f- to fifteen percent, but having like the number that sticks out for that is the zero, zero close friends. So like, more people with zero close friends. I don't care if the number didn't jump from three to thirty. That's a lot of people with zero close friends. Like that's the that's the isolation piece, and then you add to like the downward spiral of just people spending time with others stands out the time frame, like how much of that is um, quarantine induced pandemic influenced. But for me it's weird because there probably and likely is a balance, right? Because the pandemic also forced people to be around people as mm-hmm. well. It's just whoever was in your household. Mm-hmm. So like you can't, it can't all be, you know, lumped into pandemic response or quarantine response. And that's what like one of my biggest takeaways is like, no, it's not like there's not one thing you can point to it and say, that's why there's not something socially um, critical about this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Definitely not. And, you know, this I tried to keep this episode within scope Mm -hmm. as much as possible. But then if you were to look up the numbers or bring the numbers of the conversation in terms of, um, 
who are the in our generation, um, the merit statistics being down, yeah. the statistics of people who live with their parents um, being up, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't a bad thing in and of itself, right. but there's less inclination to go outside of that. Right. And so it's like so many things. And then, you know, like the thing just with online communities being more of a thing, like mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. can also lack depth. Yes. And so the things that are being put in our lives to make it convenient is also making it convenient to to skimp out on friendship and community. And yeah. it's easy to say, well, you know, you don't really feel it. You right. know, like it's not right. it's not killing me. Like even with with COVID, you know, like at the beginning, it was like if we just locked down for two weeks, three weeks, you know, like we can get through this thing. And people yeah. are like, well, it's not killing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so, what I mean. Yeah, and so yeah. have fun with that. And so like, there's not like a physical. I think for a lot of us, there's not like a physical discomfort or like a tangible punishment for not gaining community yet. Yeah. Or yeah. or it's unexamined. That's what I you that's know. I would probably lean towards that. I think it shows I think it shows and wraps itself up relatively quickly in what we know as society right now. When a person is either lashing out or experiencing or expressing like that lack of or desire, um, it happens and then it it it, it falls right back into the wheel, partially I think because of social media and the, the speed of it. Um, but you make a a good point about the social media community being like that is the replacement, but it's not because according to the numbers, you're still alone. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't replace anything for real. And that absence of physical connection um, is not replaced by a follow followers or mentions or, you know what I'm saying? Tags, none of that shit. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it a little bit already, but uh, do you have any more insight on why in your observation and your experience things have maybe changed? Like obviously the you know COVID has exasperated things, but the decline began in twenty fourteen. Um, purely, purely from my own observable experiences, and since two thousand fourteen, I've been around a lot of different cultures in a lot of different places, like <clears throat> domestically, internationally. <clears throat> Excuse me, Jen Sidecar. <laughs> um, I would say that, like. The root, and I don't. I, I do this a lot, man. I'm. A, I psychoanalyze everything. That's psychoanalyze, bro. I think like people, the the root cause is like there's a lack of trust in general, and that's starting to like spread, and it's impacting interpersonal relationships the most because it takes the most trust to maintain. Them. <laughs> so if you're developing like a habit of lack of trust in like general society, like all oh, these niggas is lying, like the government's lying and then corporations are lying and then, and it just trickles down right to, well shit, if I'm just used to being a cynic, then you're going to throw some of that cynicism on people you rock with, people you see every day. And eventually either that's coupled by two cynics or one person is responding to the overwhelming cynicism and in either case, there's a, a chasm, a gap that starts to get created in your relationship building or the relationships you've had. So it's like people that aren't cynics are like moving away or physically, metaphorically, friendship wise away from people that like, like, damn, like you really suck the fun out of the room mm-hmm. with your true and valid lived experience. So it's like, it's a weird, it is a weird like little paradox dog for real. Well, 
you know, again, I wanted to have you one because of how our friendship has blossomed, but two mm-hmm. because you have a nice mix of close friends. And I, when I say a nice mix, I mean in terms of the time period in which you met your close friends, yeah. and then how you've been able to maintain those. Because okay. you're, you're, I know you have what three of your like, close friends, maybe more. Mm-hmm. But I know you from what you discussed with me. One of them is from third grade. Yep. Correct. And then yep. other from college. Yep. Correct. And then yep. there's me from yep. like yep. Yep. June. <laughs> <laughs> from 2022. Correct. <laughs> um, and, you know, in my little bubble, yeah, I've noticed a few scenarios. There are people who reference like their day ones. Yeah. yeah, we'll, yeah. Get into, we'll get into that in a second. There's the people that lose, they've lost their day ones. And then there's those with, to your point about trust, there's not a ton of openness or availability and or availability to create new friendships. Mm -hmm. And so that's also kind of like creating this downward spiral. Like if you, you know, it's not like a one in one out type of deal. Um, But I want to focus on kind of the day one piece first. And so how would you define, because day one is kind of subjective. Yeah. Uh, How would you find define day one friendship like what is that to you yeah it is relative you make a good point it's relative because i mean first of all before i get into like the relativity of it like yeah who you grew up with who you when you started to develop your own sense of self right so that's like adolescence you know what i'm saying that to me for real is day one like if you really cutting all trimming all the fat that's day one for me now when you add relative Parts to it. One one of the things that me and my one of my uh, best friends that's in my close circle, uh, we talk about. There's a group of people or one or two people that you've become your adult self with. We say because we're uh, men, like we become a man with. So there's that there's that circle of friends who you became a man with and who lasts from that group. Because then there's there's I have my day ones from college that didn't last, but like right. they're still above and beyond other acquaintances from college. You know what I'm saying? So there is levels. So my homeboy that I met in college, he's my day one college homie. The minute I was a freshman, we've been cool. But you know what I'm saying? Like <clears throat> he still wouldn't be in my definition a day one. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, I, I mostly agree. I try to make it as universal as possible and so i look at it like not necessarily how often you talk to a person but someone who's been there in multiple phases of your life so Mm -hmm. obviously it's subjective so someone who's like 25 may have a different day one than we do at in the mid 30s because it's like you can't call someone you could if you wanted to but i would argue down you can't call someone you went to college with seven years ago like a day one that's like day 30 you know exactly, what I mean? exactly um but for me i feel like it's like you have experienced multiple lifetimes with this person and when i say lifetimes like transition transitional changes whether it's like you know you've been through something or whether it's like just emotional you, how you've grown yeah and that person has been there with you and vice versa they've changed maybe they have kids maybe their job is busier maybe right. their job has changed them Right. You know, because sometimes, you know, people develop jobs and like they become more stoic or, yeah, yeah, or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and, they, yeah. and they still rock. And so. um, And so, yeah, like there's a spectrum of it, like the best friend spectrum. But then there's also like yeah. the day one spectrum. 
you right, know, and, right, and, and right, with right. the crew, mm. you might have, you might be closer to that one, not as close to that one, but as a group, y'all still rock. Yeah, I um, like that. I like that. And also like how it feels when you talk to them, right? Like when you talk to them, you haven't talked to them in a minute, it's like, do you feel refreshed? Do you feel like that version of them aligns with that version of you? Correct. I rock with that heavy. I rock with that response, that feeling response and that like um, the ease of reconnection. Mm -hmm. response i think those weigh heavy um as metrics Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying for it they're not i don't predispose the conversations with that expectation uh and i don't say that with any moral high i'm I'm literally just saying like i don't go into it like that but it is apparent and present after i'm like every time i talk to myron that's my third grade from third grade i'm like yeah i can i this is why this is why this is my guy for real for every time i talk to 20 this is why this is my guy for real every time you know what i'm saying like that part of it is is legit for me. Mm-hmm. That's probably if you want to bring anything else tangible outside of time stamping, it's that feeling. Yeah, yeah, that's real. Yeah. So in my observation, I feel like uh, we have been around long enough, just on this planet, to know people that we've been close to and have grown apart from. Mm. How do you feel like? How do you differentiate those day ones where you can still rock within it feels effortless? How would you differentiate that from the friends that you met like in later years? You know, like say, like we won't talk about the quality of it, but just like maintaining the feeling. Like, is there mm. a difference that you note between, let's say, like a day one and like a day ten? Yeah, I think uh, there's a unspoken. I think is the part that if I if I'm thinking about it with true intention right now in this moment is like. The unspoken part, like I'm not re, I'm, I'm not reprogramming what we are when we reconnect. Whereas, like I gotta do that with certain with day tens. Like I gotta reprogram that we was cool in some way. You know, I gotta reestablish like that that connection in some way. Whereas with my day ones, it's like I'm saying this thing. I'm just gonna say the thing right. that works, and and they gonna pick up on it, and we gonna have a conversation or a general check in is not um is not lip service right. which it can be like i, I want to honor the fact that like a, hey how you doing in our society um because it's the only one i've I, i've been indoctrinated to at such a level is like people in america we expect a <laughs> like what you about to ask me for you right, feel what i'm right, saying right, like right. from from a day 10 or even a day seven like yeah you hitting me up sure but it's probably because I just posted something that you're interested in and you want to see you can get in or, you know what I'm saying? Something like that. Like, truth be told, I got a boy that was in our circle, our our, our uh, college circle named Jarvis. Shout out to J- shout out to Jay. Um, and I hit him up and I, I check in on him every now and then, but I hit him I hit him up this time because he's from this area. He's from Virginia. And I was like, hey, bro, I'm moving. But I'm like, hey, what up? You know what I'm saying? How shit been? Yeah. But like, for real, I'm asking for your, your opinion and your advice. That's... I reached out to him for with with the purpose, with the not just a wellness check. Sure. So like that would be the difference. Like that's my dog, but it was a reestablishing of our connection, and then this is what I'm here to do. You know what I'm saying? And that mm-hmm. that differentiates it for me, where I don't have to do that with Myron or Twenty or you or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, I think. I think the X factor is like the history. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the vibe we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't talked about it so much, but we've alluded to it indirectly, like the intentionality. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, just like the, I, just like the putting the effort, like even, even though, you know, you reached out to, 
to him for a purpose, like you still reached out to him. Yeah. You know, and that yeah. could lead to whatever. But it's interesting to me because so the history of it though, like to get with someone and to have memories that you can attribute to something is like that's something that you can't you can't necessarily like you can't make it up and you can't necessarily get it back. Like yeah. And and that's not to say like it can't be made again. Mm. You know, like, you know, we we met at 35 basically. So by 37, by 40. We will have had history, right? By fifty, we we will have had more history, and so it's not that it can't be like replicated, but it's also like the more time that is put in, it's still going to hit different. Like even though we'll create them at thirty six, it would be different than it would have been if we would have started at like eighteen or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. I mean? Like who we were at the at that time factors in, but it doesn't. The time spent. It's still where there's richness. I feel that where there's value. Yeah, but it's also not linear too. You know what I mean? Because like again, history is the X factor. But I'm also a believer in like like yeah, you can meet based on where you are. You can meet people that you have a stronger connection to than you did with you know someone from a previous life, so to speak. For sure. But then also you can re meet people who you was like <laughs> cool with like. You were like, oh, I seen them at the bookstore in college. And then, like, y'all still got numbers. And then, like, they post something on social that you rock with. And then y'all end up exchanging numbers again. Or you in a city or something like that. You like, I actually fuck with you. I fuck with dude. Yeah, Like, yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do this again. Yeah, like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and my guy from college, uh, Brandon, he did that recently. Like, he we caught up maybe sometime middle of last year. And we were cool, you know, like we weren't like in each other's circle, so to yeah. speak, but we were cool enough and it was always refreshing when I would see him. But, um, you know, I think he initiated for us to like just catch up over the phone. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to him because he was like, you know, let's do this again. Let's keep doing this. And I was like, me with my kind of guarded self processing yeah. my my friendship trauma and shit, I was just like. Oh, I I felt that too. Like, yeah, yeah let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. good shit. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, so it's like it's not linear to me, but it's, and we'll we'll dive more into this later. But it's important to like also stay open about it too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um. So for, like, let's say there's like a friendship setup. Like you know, on a, like, on a basketball podcast, like they might in, interview an NBA player. Yeah, and be like, "What's your top five or yeah, something like yeah. that?" Or if you you go on a black on the on the hardwood, not hardwood or hardwood, um, what would be your starting five? Who would you bring with you? So, for you, is there like an ideal friendship setup for you? Do you have that already? Um, is there like an example of that? Mm. Like to build your like kind of community around? Like I don't know if you have someone in mind or if you just like look what I have set up right now. Like it's yeah. good. Like I don't yeah. know if that. That's interesting. Does that question make sense? It do. It it does. Excuse me. It does, but not but. I'm just thinking about it because I probably do. I probably do. I haven't assessed it because I'm (laughs) uh, in in a nice little irony. Like I'm so open to it. I'm so about it that like I just live it. I live these like all right. If (laughs) if I'm a scout and I'm talking about like who I'm gonna bring out like. 
I live this scout shit, bro. So yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody that's that I see hooping, like I'm already like, right? Can I sign this dude? Like I'm not like some like uppity like I only scout between the hours of right, eight right, and right. eight, and you gotta be in my gym. No, nah, I'm not like that when it comes to connection and human connection. I love the human experience, dog. Like I love that there's multiple upon multiple human experiences happening. And that's what I'm interested in, dog. Yeah. So, like, I want to connect to those things. So, I guess the thing would be, I can that, go first too if you need time. Go ahead, because I might, I might, <laughs> I might just steal your answers. Okay, cool. So, I guess if I were to have like both a real life example and then like an archetype, yeah. And like I say this obviously with satisfaction for where I am now, community wise, but mm-hmm. also like knowing. What I would, what would be dope as hell, also. Yeah. Squad goes to me would be like, <laughs> you know, like Tyler Crater. Yeah. And how he has, like, he has the homies he's been with this whole time. Yeah. And like, they're always, not always together, but like, when you see them, like, you kind of watch them grow up in, in, in front of the public eye to an extent, oh, but like, yeah. like Taco, uh, Jasper, uh, Lionel, somebody else I'm, I'm thinking of, but like, they were in our future and they were like mm-hmm. wilding or whatever. And then like, He's getting bigger, and then they're kind of finding their own way. Yeah, doing and then thing. Taco posted a picture like two weeks ago because he was in You People, and like they was at the premiere, like uh, the same that's been that been rocking. And it's like that's, that's hard. And he was like, he said something along the lines of, "If you ain't been broke together, like you not homie or something like that." But I think it was the, not necessarily because of like the stature, but because they've been rocking. And like Tyler went off and did his thing, you know, yeah. with music, with yep. scoring movies, with uh, with the with his uh, clothing lines. Yes. And then Taco went off and did his thing with acting. Uh, Jasper was in Jackass. Mm-hmm. Lionel mm-hmm. was in what is it? The Chicago Food Show that was big last year with Carmi. Uh, oh, I had it. He was no, in that show, no. man. Um, it's gonna bug me that I can't think of it. Yeah, Over my head. yeah. It was uh, it was Italian, but anyway, <laughs> the food was Italian. But anyway, like you see them finding their own way. You see them like they have these things that they care about. Yeah, and like they're all in this, they're in this group, and they're like, well, obviously we don't know the ins and outs. Yeah, but they're like, they like build each other up, and obviously they're supporting each other. Like the fact that they were at, they were at like the the premiere together. You know, Tyler has something, some kind of drop for his clothing line or some kind of like album coming out. Yeah. You see you see them promoting that or whatever. And like, so for me, squad goals is just like creating something, like having a community of people who are all just like, got some shit they care about. Yeah. You feel me? Like, if you care about a garden, you know what I mean? Like, fucking invite me to the garden. Like, you got yeah. space? Like, yeah. tell us about what you grew. You know what I mean? Yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, and everybody has their thing, but we all get together and it's still love. And we survive those multiple phases of life. Yeah. I would say the next best thing to that would be like, so sometimes like I see on social and like someone from school, like it'll be like a group of like seven to 10 of them. And it'll be like my day ones. And I'm like, I'll be jealous. I ain't gonna lie. I'd be like, how the fuck y'all pull that off? Yeah. Like getting yeah. seven to 10 of y'all in the same, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in our big age. Yo. And so like shit like that is amazing yeah. because I don't know if like I had a circle 
in different phases, but I don't know if I could, if we could still pull that off. Right. You know? Oh man. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so when I look at where I am now, the next best thing would be to, you know, put on my big boy pants and go out and, and create that shit. So 15 years down, 10, 50 years down the line, I can have what it is that I want. Yes. It's like yes. The, these creations are like a long-term investment. Heard that. Um, and it's mutually beneficial. Heard that. Okay. So that's, that would be my, my I like thoughts. that. I like that. I mean, I was thinking, because I didn't want to use the term ambition. Sure. Because. That's a slippery slope. I know. It's like, yeah, my yeah, niggas yeah, ain't got to yeah. be ambitious, dog. Like, in that way. Like, people that I connect with, people that I call close. You ain't got to be on that. But, yeah, you got to have a thing that is yours, man. Or that you own in life that prevents you from um, accepting chaos, dog. Like, and and I don't have it fine-tuned with that, like, the to say it, but I know what that looks like, where it's like, man, you got to, like, like 20, for instance, outside of us doing the show together, like, this nigga's really a family man, dog. Like, mm-hmm. he, he rocks with that shit, bro. And, like, it took me a minute outside of our friendship to say like hey nigga, you're 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 good at that shit bro and mm-hmm. i rock with that shit so when you're doing family shit like that cements our friendship more than you realize like right. when you like are are locked in on your family shit and your fatherhood and shit so like i love that about him um and I, I i want that in a friend i want that in a close friend like you have your thing that i'm like man i honor you for that bro because that's what you rock with so real quick i just yeah. want to say the words help too because sometimes people got to hear that and we don't I'm trying to get better at that too. We don't consciously think to like say something like, yo, keep doing what you're doing with your family. Yeah. Because that's dope as hell that yeah. you're doing that. Yeah. Because, you know, we think that that's not like, people like us, that's, that's not optional. Like if we have child, if we have, you know, co-parent, wife, fiance, whatever, it's like we would, but that's that's actually optional yes. for yes. people. Yes, yes, Not to cut you off too much, but I just wanted no, to say real. like that's, that's huge real. to actually say that with your mouth yeah project that i try to tell him when he's tell like when he's telling him like hey bro <laughs> you do this you do this fatherhood thing man i try to tell him i definitely don't tell him enough for sure i don't but like yeah like i, I want that to be a norm in our friendship especially as we get older man because the goal what is the goal of our friendship man to maintain maintain like love dog like you you need to you need to be getting love in this fucking life and um I'm, i gotta be a conduit of that for you and shit. So like, how would I do that, man? Honoring the shit that you do well. For sure. Or trying to do well even, dog. Like, it ain't even like a success measure. Oh, let me let me back backtrack off that. It's not a success measure. Like, oh, you, this is what you're after. Mm-hmm. This is what you, you put foot to ground and try to do. I'm with that. You know what I'm saying? For sure. I think that's it. I think everything else, and probably, and we'll get to it, probably why I have success with finding friends at any time because I think that that is so specific that like either you got that or you don't because you like you're right it's optional and like that's the thing I can't be around somebody that don't have that like I can I can do things I can finesse around them but close friend like nah so everything else cool like where you at how you be what you into you know what I'm saying you're yeah yeah yeah. understood yeah, you're unique to me in that, like, you have, again, you have your close ones from way back when, but then you stay open, you mm-hmm. know? And obviously, by our age, we've had at least one bad run-in, you yeah. know, that could, in theory, compromise how we move moving forward. 
why is it so important for you to do that? Stay open. Yeah. Um, like I said, the human the the human experience is nonstop, dog. Yeah. And I think there's key components to that. I think like like I said, love sharing, community, um, purpose. Those are things that are like for me personal things that like when I get in arm's length of somebody, those things are maximized to me. Like they're not squashed, they're not zero sum. You know what I'm saying? The more I'm around people that's doing and f- and the more I'm doing, the more there is to do. It's not less. I'm not, sh- it's not if I do more, you do less. It's not like that. So I'm open to continuously meeting somebody that either I can serve, like, oh, this is my time to serve a new close person or someone that is in service of me. Now, it's harder for me to be um, served for my own personal shit, you know what I'm saying, like ego and shit, but I'm, it keeps me open, dog. Like it re- it's really important to be able to continue to have the best human experience we can have and to do my role and play my role in facilitating other people's positive human experience. That's literally what keeps me open, dog. Understood. And to, you know, to your credit and i want to salute you because sometimes people need that catalyst you mm. know like some there there's some that are like there might be like the moochers right who you give that energy and they're like oh i just take yeah, 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 yeah. but then sometimes you just need the oh he moving like that like okay bet like i can do that yeah, you know yeah um yeah. my answer to my own question <laughs> would be i since i've been sort of i'm a big personality test type of nigga you know that about i fuck me. with it Actually, you find the best ones, bro. It's trial and error, but (laughs) I get there though. So, but human design was like one of the bigger life changing ones to me. Yes, I I, (laughs) shout out to human design that has helped me to sort of surrender more to who I am, Mm -hmm. you know, just like some very surface level examples. Like, as a Virgo, right? Like, Virgo, we have we have our specific traits. We get slandered on on the social sometimes, which is okay, which is okay. And so, like me also being a contrarian, I'm not a Virgo. I, you know, like I don't want to whatever whatever they say about Virgos. Like I'm, I'm gonna be opposite. <laughs> and, but then, like when I really listen to my body, I'm like, no, you don't want to. This is about to be the most Virgo shit I say all this episode. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't want to use the lion posting notes right now. You want to use the blue shits. Use the blue shits. Put the lime shits. Save them shits for later when you want to use lion posting notes. Use the blue. <laughs> when you write on the whiteboard, use the green, the green uh dry erase marker. You know what I mean? Like I surrendering to that shit brings yeah, me so much yeah. peace. Like I'd be mm-hmm. in the crib, like mm-hmm. timing shit out perfectly. And that shit is so That's satisfying real. for me. That's real. And one of the things where I'm getting at is one of the things that I surrendered to is my need for community. And um, you know, in my times where I've been sort of hurt platonically. Mm-hmm. It's easy to mm-hmm. put that guard up, yeah. you know. But I also know that it's like that's we we talked about it earlier. Like in terms of like plateauing where you lift weights, you know, what are you gonna do? Are you going to continue to lift the weights, or are you gonna stop and then just atrophy? Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's like me being hurt doesn't change my desire for the community. Like if I'm if I'm if I want to be married, and I get hurt. However that looks, like me saying, I'm not going to date again, uh, fuck fuck that, that's not going to make me want it any less. That's just me stifling 
the emotion. That's when you put in a damn on the emotion that yeah. I actually want. Right. And so for me, I have recently surrendered to the desire and I just want to see what that looks like to just like go in on it and, mm. you know, and, and build that community. So with that said, do you have anything else on that? Man, all day, but I want to, I'd rather, I'd rather hear what you have to say next. Okay. Next question would be, why do you think it should be more important to others? Because it's clear that it's not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the numbers say so, right? Like, so forget, forget how I feel about it for a second, then we'll bring it back to how I feel about it. But the numbers are outside and absent of my feeling and my observation. Like the numbers are, it's declining. Something's happening, right? So why should it be more important? Because the numbers are declining. Right. <laughs> That's why it should be more important. But why I feel it should be more important is because there there has to be a um like a breaking of the inertia to stop this from th- this down downward spiral to stop this downward trend to even if you're not in the group that's downward trending but you've reached a plateau mm-hmm. or you have to the ignition has to start with something and that's the intention and your intention does what people don't realize intention becomes dormant if you don't reinvent your intentions and so it has to become more important and then at another level, the word more is so beautiful because it can mean the same thing and you put it in the same place and it will do the same thing. Yep. Like, okay, I have intention to, 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 to do this thing and I've reached it, but things aren't where I want it to be more. <laughs> and you have, it, it still means the same thing, but there's an action yep. that you have to take. Yep. And that's why it should be more important because there's that it creates the action. If it's more important to you, you will start to act on developing friendships, whatever that could be. Your starting point could be being in physical space and proximity. Maybe that's the thing. I'm just not around people. And that's what or be the conversation starter or be a better receiver of someone else starting a conversation, have a better, bigger or more open heart. That's what will start to come out of just giving a fuck more. And we have to care more about it because there's this thing going around D that's like, and I get self-preservation. That's why I honor the paradox without agreeing with it. Is that like, I get why self-preservation, excuse me, is at a higher clip. I completely get it. Like stuff is hard. Life is harder than it's ever been for me, I guess. Like what I'm observing, I mean, like the life I'm watching as a 36 year old, like, okay, it looks like it's getting harder than easier. That's what I would say. So yeah, people are going to respond to that by like, how am I going to make it? Right. And I get that. But the irony is you'll make it through people. You know what I'm saying? You'll make it through people. Yes, it comes back to the individual of choice. Like you have to continue to choose to fuck with people. You do. You have to choose that. So, yeah, that's why I think it should be more important. Long winded. To your point about the numbers, I actually have a stat for that, too. Hit me. Research shows social isolation can weaken the immune system. It can make you more likely to suffer from Alzheimer's, sleep disruptions high blood pressure, inflammation, diabetes, and cancer. Both social isolation and loneliness, which are mutually exclusive, but typically go hand in hand a lot of times, they increase the risk of hospitalization or death from heart failure by 15 to 20%. Come on, dog. And so it is literally for our health. Like, again, we don't see it. We don't feel it necessarily, but there is something... And and honestly, I would challenge people 
you know, I don't like telling people what to do because I don't like be, be told what to do. But <laughs> like, again, it took me an act of recognizing my need for community and surrendering to that mm-hmm. and putting action to the surrender. I would challenge people to recognize how much community is important to them as well. Nigga, look, you know, right. can I, can I, can Absolutely. I, please? I'm a one. I would like to to note that I'm. I guess I'm maybe one of the rare people. I don't give a fuck if people tell me what to do or not. So that's why delegating has never been an issue for me. Because I'm like, what's the big deal? <laughs> but I say that to say that I don't. <laughs> I people people do feel it. People are suppressing that feeling. People feel it like no other. What they what I what I've observed are people are lashing out from that feeling. Like, I don't feel great. I don't feel good. And instead of it being like, let me do good and treat other people good and create opportunities for, for people, other people to feel good and I be in their presence and they in turn will want me to be in their presence, they will want you to feel good too, dog. It will change it. But instead, people are like, I don't feel good. I'm about to share that shit all day. And if you feel good, man, well, how you got the nerve? Right. To feel good in today's time. You know what I'm saying? I've asked maybe on two or three different occasions, non-sequential occasions where I'm like, is my optimism patronizing? I'll just randomly tweet that sometimes because like if I scour the timeline enough, I'll be like, damn, like I really will would be in my own world if I throw something positive out here because the timeline is really taking jabs at society, which again, I'll validate, but how far? How far before you like start 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 with the dot and create the circle. Like start with a positive dot for yourself and create a positive circle. And I don't mean toxic positivity. I mean like real life, like what you're speaking to, the science of community. Yeah, no, it's interesting because again, on the socials, like it's actually the shit we're talking about is a running joke, man. You know, like you, you see those those screenshots of tweets and shit about like canceled plans yes. and shit like that. Yeah. But then there's also like the screenshots and the jokes about like I have like one friend left or, or something like that. Bro, and, and not to and not to and not to mix messages, man, but like have your cake and eat it too. People really want to have the cake while eating the cake and they don't want the cake to disappear while they're tasting the cake, bro. Like it's like you can't like I get it. I get the relief that you get from having to produce. Because there's a production level to friendship. There is. I won't patronize folks. So I get like the trepidation to produce again, I should say. But if you're counting, if you're counting and you're like, I produce at work and I produce for blah and I do blah, blah. Like the one that's actually you better like find it for is your loved ones and your friends. Like maybe if you do that and you exhaust yourself a little more in your community and your friendship, maybe you will balance that out in a more healthy way through your work. Like stop giving your work so much of that production and shit like that because you know if <laughs> my mom used to say this or still says this and I equate this to her ability to create relationship quality relationships and that's why I'm connecting it. She says I will Mario I will always have a place to lay my head no matter what happens to me because of how I treat people. Mm. <laughs> I will always have a place to sleep. You understand me? So to me, if I'm connecting that dot, it's like if I gotta tell a job you're too much for me and they fire me, then I got a community that's gonna hold me down because they know I'm not some idiot that's not trying to work. 
I've earned that right to say like, okay, come rest. Right. Or oh, they fired you, man, come rest till you find another job. You'll be good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why like I wouldn't I wouldn't patronize people and say like, yeah, give more to your friends and less to your job unless I believe that there was some type of tangible reward for that. And I do believe that. Yeah. On the flip side of that, I was it's funny you say that. I was talking to my friend earlier. Yeah. Or yesterday or something like that. And she was saying that she finds that she has to be that person. She has to be that initiator. Mm. And I was saying like that that that's part of what I'm processing now, right? Like, do I be the initiator or do I just match energy? Mm. And my my answer to that question would be like I do what I feel compelled. So if I, I feel the compulsion that I match energy, I mean, yeah, if I feel the compulsion, I match energy and you know, so on and so forth. But on the flip side of that, I have such a high standard for people that I consider in my close circle. Yeah. Because I see how they move in those avenues, you know, like, you know, like if they're high earners or if they, you know, like if they're running the business on the side or something like that, like I see what you do. Yeah. You're fruit, you know? right? Like, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, how do I not, because like how I do one thing is how I do everything i love know? that phrase and, how you do one how, things, how you do everything bro 100 percent. so it's like if i <laughs> however i treat water pot however i treat my business however i treat my job whatever you see me doing and busting my ass in i would do that for you too if i see that from you but i'm at a point right now where unless it's unless i get some good therapy and they they convince me otherwise like i it's it's very hard for me to just like give that out freely now like i'll, I'll put like Heard a I'll, I'll put an olive branch out there for sure but it's it's, it's really hard for sure can i say something real quick because i don't want to lose it i just like to support what you're talking about especially with compulsion this is not specific to friendships but i have this theory that sometimes all right as friends being recorded I'm saying, like when i most of the time 90 percent of the time when i say i have a theory i believe it to be fact <laughs> i respect it I'm dumbing it down for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm correct. I'm gonna say theory because whatever. Like, yeah. let's create the space where you can disagree and you know that I don't care. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> but compulsion, like compulsion, is the result of the thing that was here before we were like, before we existed. Like the soul. Yeah. Right? When yeah, we're yeah. compulsed to do things, like that's the thing that is surpasses logic, reason, desire, like all that. It like I th people do stuff and they always ask themselves, like, I don't even. I don't know why I did that shit. Like you could have thought about it. I don't think it's it's not impulse. Right. I don't want to confuse it with impulse, with just purely reacting. Compulsion is I no, I could even think this through thoroughly. And I'm gonna do the thing that's in my heart to do or in my compulsion, dog. And I think if we get into a baseline of like, I just did this was a compulsion moment. It's my it's me. It's like the thing that makes me me. I had to make that choice. I think that's the when we say right or wrong. If we get into that, and I'll, I'll, I'll table this because it's not specific to friendship, but when we get into right or wrong, that's what I believe right or wrong or good and bad is. Good is when you're aligned with self. Because I don't know what the fuck going on in fucking Indonesia right now. Right, right. So like, how can I know what's good for real? But I know if I'm like aligned and I did something that's like true to Mario, that's just how the chips got to fall, G. Like I was composed to do that shit. Like I'm going to sure. give this $1,000 or I'm not going to like... It's, they're both equal. I'm either going to give this or I'm not going to give this. And it made sense to give it, but something told me this ain't the right move or everything is telling me not to give this money, but like here. 
I'm composed to do it no matter what this shit says. And I think that's very key in relationships. I'm composed to extend three olive branches to this nigga for some reason. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like right, there's right, something right. about this friendship that I'm going to take a step further with. And that's very important. Yeah. Thin. And for for those who didn't watch our episode on Monarch Pod, you're actually you actually do this shit because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. what we are talking about actually happened with us, right? Because yeah. like you know, we, I was on your pod, and then you was like, "Yo, I want to continue to to do this. Like, I want to continue to check in on you." Yeah, and I was just like, "Fucking Carmelo <laughs> gift," you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you feel me? Because I just. That wasn't what I was used to, you yeah. know? And I'm, of course I'm going to match that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. that's I just talked about how I am, and how I am is what I did in that scenario. So you did what you said you do, and then in response, I did what I said I did. And, like, mm-hmm. here we are now in the 757 recording the fucking water podcast. You feel it. me? I mean, I'm I wish I had my drink in my hand, too, but I don't want to spill it on my Mac. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's important good. here. If you want. Right. <laughs> but uh, last question I want to as to bring it home and we talked about it a little bit but uh what do you do like practically like you, we talked about compulsion right but yep, yep. practically what do you do to you can answer either or both of these one mentally remain open to new connections mm-hmm. and two go out and continue to actually build the connections around you okay so i'm gonna start with mentally in and out because that's that always leaves me um mentally like i really as long as I'm going, there's more. That's how I feel. Like I'm going, so like it's not the end. This is not the end. And I don't think things I don't believe in like the thing things being finite. I don't think that if I have another friend that it makes me less of a friend to close friends. Mm-hmm. So like mentally I'm I'm typically there. Like if this is a person that like I said, I'm composed to like say that to because uh when, when like me and, and, and when D Lee was on our uh, on my pod, it was very smooth. It was dope. He brought the phrase, you know what I'm saying. So I'm like, word. I like this type of person. I'm good with this type of person off the show. And then we continue to 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 talk, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I definitely enjoy like communicating with this type of person. So I'm like, hey, let's talk about doing more work together because at minimum, this type of person will work well with me. Mm-hmm. And then when we had our first like, what more work? could we do potentially i'm like hey dog i fuck with you. i think i'm fucking with you as a human yeah, yeah, yeah and aside from what we gotta do like let's like you said like, let's check in on, on each other's human side and shit and um in that mentality like that's that's the mental that i brought like man this could be somebody that um you keeps the like you keep the story going the story continues so like you have you, you have that openness and then my practicality would be bro no lie I just have these things, these actual tangible things that I think are relational building, like positive affirmations and and um, like uh, spaces of vulnerability. Or I'm 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 inquisitive. I want to create a space where like I am I'm cool with being the lesser, not lesser like of of humans, but like I can take a loss here. I don't I don't mind showing you that I'll take a loss here. Here's me going out on the limb. Mm-hmm. Like those are standard like practical things. Like, have you done that? Have you showed this person you will take an L for them? You know what I'm saying? These things that cement or ground um, bi-directional, like encouraging a bi-directional relationship. You know what I'm saying? So, um, like, my dude Bentley, who uh, is is a up-and-coming, like, director and videographer, very dope dude. I met him uh, serendipitously through one of my 
uh, work clients and um, we were on the phone doing a project for them and we were co- we were getting cool, you know what I'm saying, young black up and coming. So that's why I like the our my one of my mentors introduced us. And um we were talking and then we 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 chop it up and send each other like love. And then one day we were on the phone and I was like, Hey bro, love you, bro. Like that's that's I'm practically gonna put that out there. Like I'm gonna tell her like whatever, dog. Like let's see let's see where you sit with this norm of mine. Like I'm gonna tell niggas I love them. I'm gonna tell niggas I want them to, to have their the best version of their life today. I'm gonna do all those things. And if I'm not doing those things, I'm not practically building on a positive relationship. Like I have to, I have to hold myself accountable. And the last thing, and this is not specific to friendships, but it's specific to my my creed and my principles. If you say it out your mouth, if you say it out your mouth, you better try your damnedest to do it. Now mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent on the uh, on the clip, but like I really I, I try to exhaust myself to say like I said this to him. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like we didn't get it. We were supposed to link up the last time I was there, and I'm like, <laughs> there's no way that I would say something to this nigga again. Like it doubles down. Like there's no right. way in the world I would say something to this nigga again and not do it. Yeah. Like that sat with me before we even got together. You know right. what I'm saying? Like right. I wouldn't need to tell you that. Right. That's some, that's that's me owed to me. I owe that to me knowing that I owe that to you. Right. That's what I think friendship is. Like you have to have an account. You right. have to have a, something that you're debiting to, to say like, this is what I'm doing for the friendship. Or you're just like it's, it can't be too laissez-faire, dog. Like you have to have a practical like count yeah. of your friendship. I think that's why we hit it all so well because we have like the same code, you know. Like whether or not we like said it out our mouths, yeah. We, yeah. we I think we end up saying it like when we when we link and we're like we'll have like a refreshing convo of like you I'll fuck with ABC about you and I'd be yeah. like oh I fuck with DEF about you. <laughs> but I think when you have the same code as someone, you. To me, like I can, it might I might not always be correct, but mm-hmm. I can relatively readily assume that how I think as it pertains to friendship, yeah, maybe not all of life, but how it pertains to friendship is how you would think. And so, like, yeah. if there were something that I would need to get out ahead, I know that I can get out ahead of something verbally with you, and not really expect you to take it any sort of way. Because I wouldn't take it any sort of way. And so that creates this kind of freedom of speech mm. with each other mm. that it's hard to find. It is hard to find, It's man. hard to find. It is hard to find. I don't think we're... <laughs> you can't eliminate in relationships what I think is another is another hindrance. You can't eliminate the pendulum swinging. Mm. That's like stupid, I think, to even try. I Again, I get why people are trying to eliminate the pendulum. But the pendulum going to swing. It really is. <laughs> like there's gonna be when blah, 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 and sometimes mm-hmm. it's gonna be a way that's not towards you you feel what I'm saying but it's really about like the pendulum swing not being used like it's not harmful to you dog that it's not your turn right. in the friendship right not right, your right. turn G <laughs> right and that's not harmful to you cuz right. that's like that's the way it goes nigga you're gonna hit the red light sometimes on the road yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the red light is fucking automated right you know what I'm saying it's not it didn't stop you but there are people in the world, bro, that think that I catch every red light. They think that and go to sleep with that shit and mm-hmm. carry that shit. Like the world is against me. Though. Oh, I can't fucking make. And I'm like, nigga, yeah. what? No, 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 no. And I think they attribute that shit to friendships or anything that they do. Like, oh my gosh, they my friend did this to me. 
Well, you they're gonna have to do that to me nine times, thirty times before I think they're like not a good friend. Right. And that's the I don't think I do not think and like maybe I'm being that's hyperbole, but like because compulsion, right? Eventually, if they do it three times and on that third time, I'm like I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, get it. You're yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. one's this 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 story's ending, but yeah. no, man. Like I really do. Um, I do believe in, in best intentions and the history built, like you mentioned earlier on, just to, to bring that full circle, like the earned history says, like you mean the best for life. So I'm inclusive of that, but you also intentionally make sure that I know that you mean the best for your friends and I, and you make sure I know I'm your friend. For sure. You feel me? Respect. Yeah. To answer my own question with that, I think another full circle, but I operate off of curiosity and compulsion. You know what I mean? So I'm a naturally curious person. And so like, I, I try to expand my base. Like, you know, like in a video game, you know, you might, you might be one level, but then the other area grayed out until you beat the one (laughs) level. And so when you beat the one level, the other level, and it's like, let's see what this level talking about. So I'm the type of person where like, I got to see, like, I don't want any gray. Like I don't like gray in my levels. Like I believe in gray areas, but in terms of like, the like if down the street is gray like i don't want that shit to be great no like, yeah. yes no, and absolutely. so like whatever i can do to like like if somebody tells me what's the best what's the best brunch in norfolk either through research or through lived experience i'll be able to tell you what the best brunch in norfolk is yeah because i've googled it i've yelped it and i've went there i've confirmed the data or denied the data and if I think it's good and I feel compu- <laughs> compulsed, I'd be like, we should go one day. You know, and then I'll, I'll initiate the first one, how you move after that. And, so you. and how we move after that and how the first one goes. Like, you know what I mean? And like, so you. yes. But like, you also, know. Also, between- real quick, if y'all want to know which brunch spot that is, whoever it is is going to have to throw some sponsorship dollars because we're not naming a no, Correct. <laughs> You can't let me on your show, bro. You can't so, so episode three, uh, my my guest for episode two and three. <laughs> hey man, no man, my but bad. no, you cool. But yeah, just that, and just like, and we didn't even tap on this for real. Yeah, but like, just staying vulnerable, man, because like, mm. you're going to the way life goes. Like, you're going to get hurt. Like, I'll go. I, you might lift weights, and weights not supposed to hurt you, but you might. It, you might throw your shoulder out doing some overhead press. Like, it, yo, are you gonna stop lifting? Yo. Like, what what are you gonna do? Yo, no, real shit, bro. Like, and I hate to do this, but like, fatherhood taught me this shit too. Like, and my mom is best mom ever, dog. And I went through some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was a kid, I was outside playing, but my mom, all of a sudden, now that she's a grandma, she thinks that you can protect children from everything. Mm-hmm. Like, she so she tries to protect my son from everything. I'm like, ma. You think he's never gonna get hurt? Right. Like some of this shit, like is if he's jumping off the steps and I said, son, if you jump off the steps, you're gonna get hurt. As long as I don't set him up to jump off the steps and die, like, oh, it's time for you. Okay. All right. You're confident. I want your confidence to meet that pain. Mm-hmm. And you can choose if that confidence was worth the pain, because that's right. that's for you. And I think that's what like part of relationships. Like that the confidence I have in relation relationship building is worth any pain I get from it. I have up the utmost confidence that I'll find a good person that benefits like somebody that's like mad weird. Like you're weird as fuck anyway. So that didn't hurt that much. Like I said in our, in the Monarch thing, like if the prize is a relationship with D Lee, then I'll take like 30 C Lee's who are 
sucky versions of you. <laughs> <laughs> Even though C comes before D, whatever. I didn't make another side cards. I need more of this. Let's go. I'm telling you, man, this is what's getting me. Like I'm candid. <laughs> this is why. This is why I, I, I the setup, bro. I'm, sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is all valid, though. It's no, just for influence. Sure. For sure. I'm tracking. I'm tracking. My dog. And, you know, to support that vulnerability claim, I have one more step. Give um, me a stat, dog. Like, I'm about it, bro. According, according to AEI Survey Center on American Life, 21% of men reported receiving emotional support from a friend in the past week. 28%? 21%. 21%. Reported receiving emotional support. So, <laughs> is that, what, 79 percent yeah, that did not receive more, more than three quarters bro and 30 percent of men shared personal feelings with their friend in the past week. 31 30 so 70 percent men 79 percent did not receive it 70 percent did not give it <laughs> Why is i'm funny? sorry dog we laugh to keep them crying that is that is a laugh to keep them crying moment like niggas is like <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> Okay, okay. Okay. I'm not getting it. Twenty nine percent niggas like, yeah, I got it, I got it. Other niggas like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Why are you asking me that question? Whoever you are, I thought this was for free beer. And the other niggas was like giving it (laughs) giving fucking emotional support, nigga. What do you mean? I'm the niggas friend and I get that shit. I get like because I was gonna ask you like what are they defining as emotional support? I think that's subjective too. We could define it if you wanted to, but I mean, I'm asking for, you to define it. I guess. So sure, for me, I would, I would say either a response that I need to something I voluntarily gave you, mm-hmm. or a general prompt to what I may or may not be feeling. You know gotcha. what I mean? So if you just say I just want to check up on you, and I say, yeah, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and you say, well. How does Z make you feel? Because I know last time you you had Z or you went through Z, boom, emotional support. Or if I just say something and I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, you ain't got to say shit to what I'm saying right now. I just want to say it to you. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool. Emotional support. Word. Okay, okay, so what is not emotional support to you? I would say... I don't necessarily expect everyone to understand me mm-hmm. at this point, but I would say not being willing to meet me where I'm at um, or just denying. How would you measure that, though? Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get how, how these niggas said 30 percent. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to make that practical in my mind because I'm. Not, I'm really trying to see how terrible it is. <laughs> like for real, yeah. I'm like, how terrible is this? I mean, to me, like if you look at, I, I think, and maybe this will help. Maybe, maybe it won't. But if you look at like the average nigga conversation, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm trying. You to go know, it, it'll go straight to sports. It'll go straight yeah, to yeah. news. If that, it'll go straight to Doctor Umar or some shit. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Or women's. I was or say or, the or women. You know. um, those things they can lead to emotional support, but they're not emotional support. Right. But then when it stops there, like boom, there's nothing. And so, you no, know, can I, can I, can actually, I go before I lose please. it off this gen? I think there's a disconnect, dog. Yeah. I think there's a disconnect between the the thing. I think that like, <laughs> I think that niggas know. I think men know. 
when they're not getting it and when they haven't given it. But I think that the disconnect is like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I think that there's a disconnect between niggas knowing when they haven't given it and knowing when they've received it. I think more niggas know they didn't receive it than niggas know they didn't give it. I would agree. Because I think niggas think that, hey, you good? All right, let's go. Do- Man, fuck that shit. Let's go do this. Is emotional support. Right. And so that's why I would say niggas might be like, I'm not even doing that for niggas. I just let niggas be. Yeah. Like I think niggas that say or people or men that say like, "Hey yo, I'm there for my dog. We go, go we go grab wings whenever that nigga down." All right. And it's like I got full. I was I didn't get emotional support. <laughs> you know, like that's why I think one number is bigger than the other. And I think that like there's an actual realistic gap mm-hmm. outside of the numbers that says like there's a moment that's also not happening, even though that first layer could be happening at a higher clip. Than, than the stat says. You know what I'm yeah. Because, yeah. 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 Did I answer your question, though? Yes, uh, you did. Okay, okay. And yeah. I actually rock with it. Bet. But just to bring it home, you know, I'm the type of person that <laughs> looks into the future, right? And so, like, if these numbers are what they are at, for us, I'm in 30s. Like, mm-hmm. what are they going to be for the 50s, the 60s, the 70s. And just based on, not even my opinion, but just based on where, what the numbers are saying and how they're trending, like we are ill-equipped to grow old. You know, like my, my pops, he talked about, I talked to him like a few weeks ago and he was talking about how he he and his guys from, that he used to work with, they still get up, mm. you know, um, since, and he's retired at 96. Wow. But, you know, he said that every two to three weeks, and he's a pastor, so like some of that is just like adjacent to his yep. profession. Yep. But somebody, somebody else, he's getting news. Somebody else dying. He's at he's at a funeral, and he's at the age where the people that he knew are are dying off. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's like, man, what if we, if we're lucky, we're going to experience that. If we're not, if if we don't do something about the way the numbers are going, we're not even gonna know who's dying off because we're gonna be in the crib. Oh, wow. Man, no, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely think that, like I said, it's worth that. It's worth like having that, like, damn, my guys, I'm moving my guys, yeah. as opposed to like waiting around for your turn yeah. in some ominous like silo. Um, Man, I put it in perspective, but I appreciate this combo, bro. I appreciate just being able to, to put it to words. Like you, you know what I'm saying, we both activated our lives. But I appreciate being able to talk this through. One, so I can keep it up. But two, like, man, I'm not nobody's lesson. I can be, you know, a mentor. Niggas said that. But it's really just about, like, being being a vessel and being forced to continue or for it to start or whatever it is, man, and being able to have a conversation, keep that that that, that going, that, that traction. For sure. You know, I I just wanna say, you know, I appreciate you, I appreciate your intention, I appreciate how you move and everything. Sure. Um, you know, where we got to this point is largely doing a part to you. Oh, you know man. what I mean? And so so respect, bro. I love you. Hey, man, I love you too, dog. Like yes, that's sir. how I gotta be, and I appreciate you. And I hold that, and like knowing that, I don't, I don't go into things like, "Hey, man, I have to be this for this," but 
knowing that my effort, my digital effort is like, this is somebody I identify as, as the person I want to keep in my life. You know that that effort is real. That there is a standard to that. Now I have, you know what I'm saying, I have to maintain that and that's real. And that's what's exciting about friendship. And they're like, something to live for. Yeah. Maintaining it is exciting. It you is. Know so I appreciate that. I appreciate you. Yeah. We were talking a second ago about like, you know, you said you can do drive anytime. And so now it's like, you know, we talk about memories, like, what the next time? What the next time? What the next time? Yeah. So something to look forward to, man. Okay. But anything that you want to plug or say to close it out? Man, I'm always down to plug my pocket. <laughs> That's why I just left it open. <laughs> Y'all cannot let me have stuff. No, for real though, I appreciate you, bro. Um, friendships are why my podcast exists. Me and my homeboy 20, we have a praise the phrase on Underdog Podcast Network. The fun little thing, we just wrapped up season two. Check us out at the Fraser the Appraise the Phrase Show on IG or the ATP show on Twitter. If y'all rock with it, you rock with it. But really, man, it's how I met you. It's how I maintain and grow my friendship with 20. I have my other best friend, Myron, on it. So, like, it just goes to show that, like, when life is real, you have, your like, your real connections, man, anything you're doing, you're going to want to do with them, man. So that's what I leave it with is that, like, everything you heard me say is, is something I'm living out. And if I'm not living it out, I'm aspire. I aspire to live it out. Love it. Love it. As for me, you know, follow me. Feel free to follow me on at the Water Podcast or on Twitter, Instagram, uh, the YouTube channel. By the time you see this or hear this, you YouTube channel will be up. So youtube.com slash at the water podcast. I will put my personal on here, but some of y'all are the police and I'll be mm-hmm. wild on here. So I'm not gonna do that. But check out the other pages because I'll be adding insight to like the statistics that, that I put here, like I'm going to add the links on the Twitter page. Um, anything that I think will be supplementary and beneficial to this conversation, I, that's what that's what the Twitter is for. So, uh, you know, check in on it time to time, follow it, whatever you want to do. With that said, we out. Appreciate y'all listening. Peace.